guys, welcome back to Best Buds. Well, now we're calling them buddies. Oh yeah, facts. So one more time for the one time. Hi guys, welcome back to. <laughs> no. Be- oh shoot. Hey buddies. Hey buddies, welcome back to Best Buds. You know, I miss you guys. It was a whole episode without me, but Emma really did hold it down. How was it doing it by yourself? Nice and quiet. <laughs> I could hear myself think. Mm, it was peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love that. So, Emma, tell them the idea that you had for this episode. So, today we don't have a topic and we're going to be doing a Q&A brought to you by Brittany's Instagram. <laughs> exactly. So, last night, y'all suck for the most part, but last night I posted to my story, you know, ask me some questions because we need some content for our video. I got like 300 views, not a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions, but I literally had to beg for them. But thank you for the people that submitted questions when I asked you to because that was great. That was very helpful. And there's also a ton of people that also responded without me asking them to ask me questions. But you know what? It's all love over here. So I think the most important question that connects to at least last week's episode and our feedback is, why isn't Emma talking? That's such a good question. (laughs) Do do you have an answer? I don't have a lot to say. And that goes for in general, too. I don't talk a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't like to waste my breath. Emma's all about that action. She run up on y'all. Don't sleep on me. Don't sleep on her. Period. Yeah, no, Emma's actually, Emma's quiet, but like she's loud. I don't really know how to explain it, but like when Emma speaks, you definitely know that she's talking, but then it's not like she's that person like you could forget about, but like she's definitely not like a talker. For example, me, I'm a talker and I'm loud. So therefore when you compare me and Emma together, it seems like Emma's not talking or participating, but she actually talks quite a bit, just not as much as me. I have a mouth. She has a mouth. (laughs) It works, we promise. So another question is, how do you deal with a guy that's not leaving you alone? Well, I think it depends what they're doing, first of all, Mm -hmm. what their intentions are. So give some examples. So if they just want, you know, yeah, then no. Mm. So if they're harassing you just to do like that one time type of thing and keep it pushing. Cut that. Cut that. So if they're harassing you just to do like that one time type of thing and keep it pushing. Cut that. Cut that. (laughs) If they're not leaving you alone because they're genuinely interested in pursuing a relationship with you. I mean, sometimes you like people play like hard to get and you're kind of like, no, like, no, whatever. I would say like, you know, keep going with, I don't know. See what they want. See what they want. See, see what their intentions are. Always see what the person's intentions are. If you don't like their intentions, cut it off. If you do, keep it going. But even if you cut it off and they don't leave you alone, the best thing you can do is honestly hurt their feelings like just say some reckless stuff and they really will leave you alone like once you hurt a guy's feelings it's kind of like over for that because most of the time when you turn a guy down and this is for the guys and you think ah she's being so harsh the first turn down is like probably like the nicest one you'll get the next one is gonna be mean like disrespectful so if i was you i would just take the first one because she's being nice but also don't lead people on don't because that's rude leading people on is an epidemic it's not okay everyone does it 
because people like to feel wanted and they like attention so they try to keep that attention coming from whatever source that is but people have feelings and people have emotions so just respect that because it's just sad if you're on like the receiving end of it like to be the person leading someone on it might not feel that bad to be but to be the person led on it it's not great okay next question is summer plans excited for college do they know about your situation? Oh, we've never done like intros. Yeah. <laughs> so probably not, but I'm going to Boulder after taking a gap year next year. And then this summer, I'm going to New Zealand for most of the summer to get certified and become a snowboard instructor. And then for my gap year, I'm gonna teach snowboarding for part of it, probably in Colorado. Hit me up out there, yeah. That's great. I also think that, and I'll answer this question next, but like, I also think that, and I was talking to my aunt about this when I was in Atlanta, but that like, if you're going to take a gap year, I think that people should take gap years if they can, just because if you've been in school, like for me, I've been in school every day since I was eight months, like, so like if you've been in school for a really long time, I think it's important to take a gap year if you can, just because you need a break like you know to try to do something new and just to see like what it is that you're interested in like when you're in such when you're in school for so long you kind of just get so stuck in routine of like learning 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 and you never really do anything for yourself now i know for me a gap year would be kind of hard because once i stop doing like i need to be doing something and keep going and then take a break like taking breaks in the middle of doing something doesn't work because I'll stop doing it but I do think if you're going to take a gap year it's important that you're doing something like Emma where it's like you're actually doing something and you're working towards a goal because there's some people that take gap years and just chill at home and it's like once you get used to that you're not going to really see any reason to like go back to school yeah I definitely need a break from school but also because my parents aren't really funding any of it I'll have my own job so I'll have to pay my own rent mm -hmm. for living in Colorado definitely and also my own food and then part of the job requirement is to speak English and Spanish be able to speak both mm -hmm. so I'll still have like my Spanish knowledge I guess that's dope summer plans for me I'm working at a summer camp at Dana it's called girls summer leadership program I participated in my freshman year and now I'm gonna be like one of the counselors and that's about like a week and then I'm also gonna be working at the 10 acre summer camp which is literally right by the horse barn camp stables whatever the horses are on, on campus like so it's like right on campus and that's really it I think my summer is gonna be relatively short because I might be doing some summer programs at Providence before the year so I could get some extra credits in and then that's basically it I don't think I have anything crazy planned for this summer probably gonna be oh actually oh I can't say it because my I don't know if my sister listens she probably doesn't listen but we are gonna be going on a surprise family vacation for about like a couple days yeah stay tuned and I think that's really it I'll be cool in it okay next question is what is your favorite food corn <laughs> the thing is is you look like someone that would say corn is your favorite like I you know what <laughs> you know what someone said that you're like damn really nah like I really could just imagine you just eating corn like for a living it's so good it's like all types of corn mm, not popcorn I don't like popcorn but corn on the cob yeah that that's bomb. And then the cob part too. What do you mean? You suck on it? No. So what, how, 
what's good about the cob part? It's like all of it's good. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> like I just don't even know how to address that. <laughs> I think that if I was to say my favorite food, it's so hard because I love food. If I'm gonna do like, like, cause I'm just thinking like Jamaican food, Trinidadian food, Dominican food. Oh my god, Korean food, Vietnamese food, Chinese food. Ugh. But if I was to like, bro, like, give it to me. Period. Like the thing I never questioned, and this is why I get upset because people ruin it so easily. Is baked mac and cheese on ugh just so good hands down best food there is mac and cheese in general i love it baked mac and cheese just hits different like it slaps different depending on who makes it because some of y'all moms are trifling and don't know what they're doing but still try to proceed anyways but baked mac and cheese when it's done right that it's a different it's a different it's different now I'm hungry. Also, like, I have to take a break from baked mac and cheese because I'm self-diagnosed lactose intolerant. So, like, I'm technically not supposed to be eating cheese because it puts me in kind of a situation that's not too much fun. But, like, you know what? Like, risk it. Like... You can get vegan right. mac and cheese. Oh, I've never had it. I want to try it. Oh, wait, it. we're going to go get it. Yeah. Okay, we have to do that. At Chloe. another overpriced place. Yeah. <laughs> By Chloe. By Chloe. Isn't that the one... Like in Fenway, right across mm -hmm. from the yard house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How's your love life, Emma? Dry. But Snaps. I'm chill with that. Yeah. It's Magic May, though. That's what I've heard. But I have a lot of stuff planned ahead for me, so I'm not trying to be in a relationship. I feel that. Give it to me here, sister. Same thing. Like, you know, it's not it's not popping over here on this side. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not the most exciting. But I've been getting well acquainted with someone called self-love. And you know, I'm trying to get in a committed relationship with self-love and see where that takes me. But like all jokes aside, I definitely do think like when I was younger, which was definitely like the beginning of this year, I was very obsessed with like, you know relationships and like when is this gonna happen and oh like i'm talking to this person like where is this gonna go and now i'm just really like in this like moment of it's gonna go where it goes and it's definitely not gonna go where it isn't so i'm not really pressed about like anything and that's just like how i'm approaching it and it, all situations whether they're talking quick glances in the street i don't care if it goes somewhere it goes somewhere if it doesn't it doesn't and there's no reason to get pressed about it and i just i've been liking how that ha feels and i think it works well for me you've been rocking with self-love too mm -hmm. emma rocks with a heavy like she really does like she be dancing and like living her best life and that's just like the energy like i want to have i admire that energy thank you yeah that's great that was a great question also i didn't know a lot of people that are in the same boat like people think if you mad cute if you got it all together like you're definitely gonna have a man no because boys out here are broken but that's okay because there's no reason why we should stress ourselves out trying to fix these men like you're not my responsibility i definitely have better things to do so that's that on that what is your favorite moisturizer emma does a lotion don't tell them <laughs> But if you did, what would be your favorite moisturizer? Probably the Aveeno one. Uh, no, but same. 
that's a good one there was this other one but it was too bougie for me to keep using but i got this face cream with amachina shout out to amachina when we were coming back from south africa we stopped at like this duty-free store in the mall i think it was like our layover and we got this like elizabeth arden cream that was like 60 dollars but it was like for some reason on sale for like 20 so we were like word like let's get it and we had to get rid of our foreign money and so we got it and that thing worked wonders like it was amazing like i completely understand why jackie Ina, who's a black youtuber quick plug everybody watch why she says to splurge on skincare because it really did some magical things for my skin and i can't afford it anymore because it still costs 60 dollars and i'm a broke girl living avino's also bomb if you can only listen to one song for the rest of your life which would it be anything by 21 savage i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> i just knew it one song by 21 savage pick your favorite song like old or new just anything well new definitely 10 freaky girls because mm. you know me with that yeah and then old probably my choppa hate blank okay <laughs> I don't know, I kind of feel like if I was put in this situation, I'd rather not listen to any music than to only listen to one song for the rest of my life. Because for me, that would literally ruin the song. But maybe if I was to go with like the song I've been able to listen on repeat like for about like over a couple months now, I might go with Ready by Lil Baby. That is a, that is a bop. But it's just so hard because I feel like I get tired of things so quickly like I always have like a favorite song and I learn all the lyrics and then I just like never listen to it again but right now Ready by Lil Baby featuring Gunna is it's a great song I know all the lyrics I rock with that heavy and then <laughs> this one is a question I feel like this is personally towards me it says why you Hollywood now listen I'm just out here <laughs> I'm out here I definitely wouldn't say like Hollywood but you know no I'm kidding this is from, you know, my boy, Brian Asari. What's good, Brian? You know, he already knows what's up. <laughs> Someone asked, why is it so cold? Why is common sense global? I wish I could speak to them because I don't think I necessarily understand what this means. Do you? Is it two different questions? Yeah. Why is it so cold? The temperature? Yeah. Like in May? Yeah. Global warming is why. That's a fact. Climate change. This is absurd. This is really bad. Like, I remember May freshman year, short season, them little rainbow slippers, and you call it a day. That was really it. In a shirt. In a shirt. Of course, a shirt. But you're like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it was a warm. Like, this is cold. This is cold. This is horrendous. And I'm upset. Now, why is common sense global? We'll have a follow-up because I don't even know what that means. How do you feel about the concept of toes? Like foot fetish? Or just like toes in general? Like do they make you uncomfortable? First of all, saying the concept of toes make it sound like it's not a real thing. It's a real thing. We all, we for the most part, some people are not as fortunate as others. We for the most part all have toes. Some are more than others, some yep. are less. But how do, how do toes make you feel? Balanced. <laughs> I feel that, as they should. I think that the person more so asking like how do toes like how do you feel about toes like my answer to that question is 
I really like cute toes. I think I have very cute toes, so I like my feet. People that have ugly toes, I don't like it. <laughs> That's just how I personally feel. Like, if your feet are ugly, there's not much conversation um what's an ugly toe bro i've seen some ugly feet and i always tell guys i'm like you have ugly feet they're like you haven't even seen my feet yet and i'm like i know they're ugly like there's no way you could be like playing football and basketball your whole life running up and down these courts and you have cute feet first of all second of all guys do not do pedicures some guys are doing it now but for the most part they don't so i just know all men feet are ugly and if you are a dude that has pretty feet i actually dead serious want to see because i've never met a guy with cute feet and they're usually ashy we know craig you don't lotion your toes craig's not a real person anyways i don't have a problem with toes <laughs> What should you do if you start talking to a guy and you really like him, but it's the end of senior year? It depends on what's ahead of you. So, like, maybe if you're going to a college close by or even the same college, then maybe you could start something. But if you think something will happen in college with someone else, then don't get into that because it's going to get messy. Yeah, I say drop them or like just keep talking to them, but keep it friendly. I mean, at least for me personally, like I definitely there were situations that were like arising that I kind of decided not to give much attention to. Not because like I'm planning to go to college and like get cuffed or something, but like I want to keep this sounds so bad, but like I want to keep my options open and I don't want to feel like, oh, like I'm in college, but I have this priority elsewhere and like I can't have the most fun like I want to have. Like I don't want to have to think about that stuff when I'm like, I just want to go to college. I want to have fun and just see what happens. Like I don't want to be like, oh, I have this responsibility to this other person and have to hold myself back from doing things because I'm with somebody else. And if something like that happens, then it will happen. But I don't want to go in with the situation. I just want everything at college to feel new and I just want to feel like clean slate like I don't want to bring anybody from my past like anybody that I start talking to like while I'm at Dana like if I'm still a student at Dana I started talking to the likelihood that like we're still gonna be talking by the time I get to college is gonna be low just because I just want to start new like I don't want to bring anything from my old life quote-unquote old life but I just fresh new stuff <laughs> Yeah, but if you really, really do like him, like, you like him, like him, like, you're not, like, someone you're just talking to for fun, for some entertainment, definitely just, like, see where it goes. Like, don't block your blessings. I don't feel like I'm blocking my blessings when I do that because, like, I feel fine with doing it. But if it's something, like, you're, like, no, like, I need to talk to him, like, you really want to, just try, try your hands, see where it brings you. Godspeed. <laughs> How do you feel about leaving Dana and moving on? I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, but seriously, I'm so ready to leave. Like, actually just ready to go, ready to go to college. She's ready to go to New Zealand and then to college. But I can at least say this for me, and, like, you might disagree, but it's not a so much, like, oh, like, I hate this place. Like, let me get out of here. Like, I like Dana. Like, I, I it's not like I would do all my four years over again. Like, no, no, no. 
but I liked it. Like I met amazing people at Dana outside of Dana through my connections with Dana, met great teachers, made great friendships, like things that I would not have if it wasn't for Dana, especially like, the sisterhood and the bond that we have here. I don't think I could really get anywhere else, but I do know that I'm ready for like the next chapter of my life. And I know that I have kind of outgrown this place. Like it's great, but I think that I don't want to make it sound like I don't know, like, <laughs> I'm being summoned, but like, I feel like I'm much needed elsewhere. Like, I think I've done enough here. I think now it's time for me to grow into like my new self in a different environment with a different set of challenges and different groups of people. Like, just new. I hate this place. Are you serious? Yeah, that ass. Well, okay, you've been here since middle school. Yeah, middle school is probably the worst part of my experience here, but the rules mm -hmm. and just like, also, I live really far away, and mm -hmm. I don't board, so maybe that's part of it. So, it just takes a lot of time, school in general, but then also my commute mm -hmm. to and from school. So, most of my days and some weekends at some points are just taken up by that. Yeah, so obviously we feel differently. Yeah. But, oh yeah, you agree, like, though, that, like, you met, like, people, like, here that... Yeah, there's some cool people here. Me. Just Brittany. me. <laughs> no. But, no, I see that. I feel like a lot of people that went to middle school here are actually just, like, ready, like, to book it and, like, get yeah. out of here. Which is crazy because last year, seniors were, like, the complete opposite. They were like, I love it so much. But, yeah, I think everyone just feels that it's really just time to go. And also, like, I think that our past four years were very trying. Like, it was, like, a hard four years of, like, just drama like administration problems like all of this stuff where it's just like a build-up of like this school is like really tough on us or at least like that's what it feels like and we can only speak about our experiences like it might be harder at other schools but like definitely i do think that we had a very interesting four years that i think did help for this build-up of i'm ready to leave i feel like everyone in our class was ready to leave by like sophomore year are boys really necessary in society, or can we get rid of them? Physically, yeah, they are. <laughs> right. They, they have some, like, what is it, hormones that are, like... Testosterone. Oh, yeah, that it, they make them physically stronger so they could lift stuff. Yeah, I definitely do think guys are needed in society because, you know, not all guys are bad guys. Definitely. There are a really bad bunch that we see too much of but not all bad not all guys are bad guys think about obama okay obama was a boy once and if we didn't have boys we wouldn't have he's obama still a boy he's a man anyways if we didn't have boys we would not have obama and honestly i don't know if i could live in a world like that if um, we didn't have boys we wouldn't have anyone because you need them to reproduce definitely but we need women to carry and honestly at this point at this point in life women can really survive without men yeah, literally, but... Literally, they can. But, like, nobody wants to do that. Here's the thing with guys. When they're good, they're good. And when they suck, they're horrendous. Like, they are actually trash. But when it's good, it's great. Like, you love it. So, think on the bright side. Definitely, I do think that there are moments where I'm like, these boys need to go. Like, they need to be expunged. But, also, my brother is a boy, so I don't want him going anywhere. I love Brayden. He's so cute. He's really mean to me, but that's just because I'm mean to him and I'm the only person that doesn't spoil him because I just think it builds character to be a little rude. Okay. Are summer flings a good idea? If you're both about it, then... Yeah. yeah. That's what I was just gonna be about to say. Like, 
they're a great idea if both of y'all know it's a fling, but they get messy when somebody thinks it's about to be a forever thing, but you ready to pack up your bags in August. So <laughs> that's when the issue comes. Interesting question. What household item best describes you? I would say a lamp describes me. Or should we do each other? Yeah, let's do each other. Okay, I can think about yours. A vacuum cleaner. Mm, I was going to say that for you. <laughs> What? I don't know, because I looked at you and you reminded me of a vacuum, but I don't think it's correct, though. Honestly, you know what I would describe you as? You know those, like, bottle cleaners with, like, the little sponge at the top, and then they got, like, the little things around it? Like a spray bottle? No, a bottle, like, a bottle cleaner, and it has, like, a handle on it. No. It's a bottle cleaner brush. Oh, like, to clean a water bottle. Yeah. That's so cute. I know. I just... I don't really have a reasoning for it. It's just like... Vacuums are loud. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling. Hear me out. Is the Capri Sun like the world? And the sun is the opening in the straw. You see, we weren't going to say names, but this is from Allie Nowen. And I just want everybody to know that this is the way she thinks. And her and Emma spend so much time together. And Emma's, like, seriously thinking about this question. Like, I'm watching her think about it right now. I'm, like, literally going to move on because this deserves no conversation. <laughs> what do you think? Because well, you were thinking about it so hard. I think it's only fair. What is the earth the inside of the Capri Sun bottle and the outside is, like, the space? I guess. I guess. No. I don't know. I don't know what this means. You're going to have to explain it to me. Well, that's just meaning the sun is sucking out the earth, and that's not true. That's not, that's not how it works. Okay, so, Allie, you're wrong. So, this is a question. Most controversial... Controversial... Versial? Versial? Controversial. Yeah. Teachers at Dana. Present or past. I'm fine with doing past. I feel like present is going to get a little messy, Mr. Luckins, hands down, is the most controversial teacher at Dana. I'm not gonna, like, get into it, get into it, but I definitely think he's, like, he just brings up a lot of emotions, just because he was such an, it wasn't like he did anything, actually, he did. Actually, I'm gonna tell the stories. So, the first thing that he did, which is where I drew the line, is he, <laughs> Amachina was doing, like, little a little dance and then with her shoulders and then we were reading this book that was based in nigeria so i thought he i think he thought it was okay to say this and then he was like stop doing an african dance and then omichi was like what and then he was like african dance like when they dance they use their shoulders and we we're all like um no sir it doesn't work like that sir and then that was the first time that's when i decided to cut him off and then he also would like just like put random things in the middle of the classroom he would like take a chair he'd put like a book on top of the chair and like a sticky note on the chair or something and then he would make us like free write about it and then everybody was like is this gonna be on the exam <laughs> but yeah i think that's honestly the most controversial teacher hands down i'm gonna leave it at that and yeah anything you have to say he was whack. Period. <laughs> Have you ever really been in an empty room? I want you to guess who this came from. Allie, because I've asked her this question before. Oh, really? Is so, it? So Allie's just stealing, yeah. Well, I don't think it's empty if you're in it. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, so. But I think you've definitely been in a lonely room. All the time. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, whoa, this is interesting circumcised or uncircumcised now i don't know 
because child of the lord but circumcised I, yeah i think everyone should <laughs> i think that obviously i'm not gonna say everyone should get circumcised but i definitely do think you're gonna be living a rough life if you're not so you <laughs> like you know also like if you watch shameless if you get circumcised like late in your life it really sucks so i mean like Honestly, like, you should do it, but I heard, like, you literally cannot get aroused if you get circumcised late in your life because it will, like, break the stitches, which is why they do it to babies is because they don't have those functions yet. But I do know some parents that see, see it as unethical, but you will have a very difficult adult life if you're not. So you deal with that information as you will. Do dogs bark their thoughts? I feel like Allie said this, too. Yeah, she did. I definitely do think they bark their thoughts. Their thought is, I want to bark. And so they bark it, like, period. That's all. I think all animals do that, though, when they're hungry. Exactly. It's like, like babies, they can't talk, so they just scream. It's just like us, like, when we're talking, we're saying our thoughts. But they can't talk is the point. No, but what I'm saying is, so in their head, they're probably, like, something, something. Like, I want to bark. And then whatever comes out their mouth is going to be that they're not doing it for no reason but i think highly of animals another question does size matter i mean one size doesn't always fit all period it matters to people in general so think about it like this you might be an extra large t-shirt if someone gives you a small shirt you're not gonna fit like you're just not gonna fit into the shirt but if you're small and someone gives you a small shirt that's a fit you're gonna fit so therefore size does matter because it does all right why can't you breathe under water if there is oxygen in h2o go to the science department yeah i don't know it's like a compound or something yeah i like i don't know what to ali i don't know what to tell you thoughts on william cheating on kate middleton Okay, I kind of heard about that. Like, I read an article, but I didn't read the whole thing. Yeah, also, I think I don't care. I just don't. Like, they're in England. They have nothing to do with me. They also have no real power. They're just, like, famous. Go Kate. Go William. Y'all do what y'all gotta do. <laughs> like, what do you like? Roar XD or Roar Extreme? Roar XD is definitely the original. Also, if you were a Tumblr person like I was, I rocked the Tumblr hardcore as a Tumblr girl. Raw XD is where it's at. I don't even know what that means. It's alright. Is it easier to bust down or train down? I really want to. Train down. Because every time I go to New York, the bus takes five hours and the train takes like three and a half. Yeah. I really don't have an answer to this because I don't really mess with either one. I don't like the train. I definitely don't like the bus. And that's not because I'm bougie, because I always have to take the train and take the bus. I mean, now that I drive, I don't have to, but I used to always have to. And both sucked because I live too, I live too far from the city. It takes me like two hours to get to the city. By the time I get to the city, I don't even want to be there anymore. So, neither. I'd rather go to bed. Do you ever regret choosing to go to an independent school or an all-girls school? Yes! I definitely do regret choosing to go to an independent school. Not like as in like I wish I wasn't here, but like sometimes I'm like, oh, it would have been different if I went to a public school, especially in terms of like college and all that stuff. Like I definitely don't think I seemed like the most competitive or like hardworking student at Dana just because I don't like I don't have a tutor. And so and I wasn't able to get a tutor. So when I was I wasn't able to take like some more difficult classes because I knew like if 
I, I would have no way to get help with it. And the one time I almost got a tutor, I needed a tutor for geometry freshman year because I had to take it. I was in geometry honors. I had to drop out of geometry honors because I didn't understand. Actually, I stayed in geometry honors. I got a tutor. Then he started to try, try to charge me $75 an hour. And I was like, I, I couldn't. So then I dropped down to geometry and then I literally spent like every single day in math lab, like getting help from my math teachers. And I still was only able to pull a B minus. And that was like with a lot, a lot of help. And so just like stuff like that, I think I wish I went to a public school, not saying it's like easier, but just knowing that there's not going to be kids that have like the resources that the kids at Dana do have. So like, it's not that it's less competitive, but the playing fields are a little bit more leveled. I mean, sometimes I regret going to an all girls school, but I definitely do think like the same stuff that happens at Dana is the same stuff that happens at like other independent schools. Like people here don't really have any idea of what real world problems are and they act accordingly and so it's either i deal with the bs here or i deal with the bs somewhere else it doesn't have much to do with the fact that it's all girls i've never been to public school but i've always wanted to go mm. and i was talking to my parents about this the other day if i had to redo my high school i probably would go to like bls or something because i just wanted to try it out yeah that's like close to where i used to go to school but yeah the exam schools are pretty competitive i think like the only thing is i probably would have liked public school for like in sense of like people and like seeing different people but it's public school is so big and i just don't work well in like such big places so like i knew it was best for me to go to an independent school so what are your thoughts about black men if you know me if you are ever on anything of my social media i have a lot of strong opinions about black men most of the time they freaking disappoint me just because they never hold it down for black women and that is not an opinion that is a fact and also guys that are like well i hold it down for black women you don't check your friends so therefore you are an enabler and anybody that enables is as guilty as the person who's doing it and i said that the last podcast about feminism and i'm saying it again today black men do not hold down black women and i'm sick and tired of it because i know your mother's raised you better than that and i'm disappointed quite frankly so that's my opinion on black men and until i meet one actually a group of men that uphold the same standards that they have for themselves amongst their friends and any other men they come across then i'm gonna start looking at y'all differently but until then boo you all right next question would you ever date outside your race yeah yeah would you i definitely would i haven't I feel like from what you just said, though, no, my takeaway is that. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, the thing is, is, like, I always talk to black guys, specifically Jamaicans, but, like, in general, black men, just because, like, that's just like what i'm comfortable with i understand that they know my culture so i know that i won't have to like being jamaican being black american it's like a lot of pieces to my identity that i feel like if i was with for example a white guy it'd be a lot of me just like explaining myself to him and obviously he would have the best intentions like there's no way i'm gonna date like a racist or something like they just wouldn't wouldn't work um but like you know it, it, it would be difficult and all of that but it's not like i'm intending to date outside of my race just like how i'm not intending to date inside of my race it's just like the guys that are attracted to me the ones i end up talking to just tend to be black guys and so that's kind of that and that's how i've been rolling with that but if i do happen to date outside of my race 
promise everybody it's for a good reason i'm not doing it to get back at black men because that's how some black men think they think that when like a black girl dates outside of her race it's like revenge no i don't care about y'all that much but <laughs> yeah you know who knows college is coming up who knows but i also think it's like why not like i'm not trying to keep myself in a box like who knows my husband just might be european and i never even knew this one's an informational question how do i listen to your podcast emma showed me but i'm still confused okay well clearly i don't know how you're not listening to it if you aren't but it's on soundcloud and spotify right now and it will hopefully be on apple podcast soon so that's that what do you believe stands between you and complete happiness school <laughs> yes i feel like and, and i think that ties into what i was gonna say what stands between me is like literally all these standards of life like i'm told i need to be at or like where i need to meet and like not being like being told you could do what you want it's like you could do what you want as long as you do that in about like 10 years and get your degree at the end of that and are living on your own and getting ready to start a family and it's like can i actually do what i want or <laughs> What's a big change that you made that you feel like has made your life better? Me? Well, going to HMI definitely, but it also has made it worse because it's shown me how much I hate school. this school. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely say that, like, when you came back from HMI, it wasn't like you came back like a new person, but you came back with, like, almost like a glow, like, that, first of all, you were tan, but, like, <laughs> that you just, like, seemed, like, happier. Like, I don't even know how to uh, describe it. Yeah. I think that, for me, a change that I made was saying like me first i definitely already act like that and like my family has like this like joke that like i'm like the like the selfish one like it's always like britney wants this so britney's gonna get that but i definitely don't i think that i voiced myself and it made it seem like i was always putting myself first but like i definitely wasn't and so once i started saying like me first like health first like my own personal interests first like all of that stuff like i always said whatever is in Britney's best interest I wanted to do it and so once I started living like that which is literally probably like two months ago I just felt like so much happier and I'm still working on it and I definitely don't think it has made like I've done it completely but I do think I'm moving in like the right direction of just being like living the good life what's something you think everyone should experience in their lifetime definitely get on a roller coaster I know that sounds weird but like a lot of people don't do it but i think roller coasters are so cool because whenever i get on roller coasters it's like this adrenaline build up i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then i sit in it and i'm like oh my god and then they put the seat belts on and once i know like i'm in that seat they put the seat down it's like all out of my hands and for me that's really freeing anything could happen next but like the idea that I'm gonna be going through this entire ride and I have no control over it, especially for me being a person who like loves having control, like to be like, okay, do with it as you will is like so much fun to me. It's like, I think that's like the coolest part about roller coaster rides is the idea that you're going somewhere, but you have absolutely no control over it. And what do you say? I don't know. I don't know. Wait, what was the question? What is something you think everyone should experience in their lifetime? Okay, street corn though. <laughs> oh yeah, that's bomb. Experience different uh, food. Yeah. If you're a picky eater, try something new. Yeah, also just cuisines in general. Yeah, go out with friends and just like order a whole bunch of stuff and just, I find it so much more fun to like try new foods when you're out with other people. What's the wisest thing you ever heard someone say? YOLO, I don't know who said that, but. <laughs>
that's honestly wise though people really did drive yellow out and like made it lose its purpose i mean people as in drake but that like dead serious like yolo like you really do only live once so why are you stopping yourself from doing all of these things you're not gonna get a second chance this is your only chance i mean there's certain things like you shouldn't do like crack but like other than that i really do think like why stop yourself like you really like just just live your life like stop letting other people control your life for you i can't think of something really wise somebody said but i definitely yeah no i can't think of anything do you think anyone has ever heard you say something and was like that was good that was wise like i'm gonna take that roll with it have i ever said something do you think someone has ever thought that about something you said because like sometimes he's like people be like beyonce just speaks and people are like and she's just giving her talk right and then someone pulls out a quote that they think is like inspirational do you think anyone ever felt that way about something you had to say i hope so that would be nice let us know yeah let us know if you ever felt that way if you could have chosen your name what would you have chosen i kind of want like one of those celebrity abstract names mm. Like Beyonce? No. Rihanna? No. Like Aegis Elba? No. Trey Songs? No. Like Chicago? Oh. Or mm. North? But not those names. But like something like that? Yeah. It's so like Leaf? Yeah. Or Wind? I know a Leaf. I can see being Wind. Wind? Yeah. Rain. Oh, you be a Rain. If I could choose my name, I would choose my middle name as my first name. My middle name's Shay, and I just think it's a really pretty name. And yeah, but like literally everybody I know knows me as Brittany, and I'm never like, oh, like Shay. Like I wish people called me by Shay, but I think it's like too late, late in my life. You could do that in college. I know. I know, but I know that. so many people at that school now that everyone just knows me as Brittany. Oh. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. How do you picture your life when you're 60? I'm gonna be lit. I don't care what anybody says. When I'm 60, like literally 60 is a new 30. I'm gonna be lit. I'm gonna be going on vacation. I'm gonna be damn near retirement i'm gonna retire in palm springs florida and i know they don't want me there with me and my husband we but we, we gonna be there and we're gonna be living our best lives like i'm so i'm not excited for 60 because i still got some other things i want to do like probably find a husband but i'm telling you right now like when i'm 60 i'm living like i've seen some dried out 60 year olds i ain't trying to be like that like i'm gonna be great when i'm 60 well i have a 15 year plus plan <laughs> So when I'm 60, according to my plan, I think I'll be also close to retirement, but I'm retiring at Laguna Beach in California. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably be working, maybe part-time job at that point. Yeah. If I'm like a grandma, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about grandkids. And I'm gonna love my grandkids. Do you believe that there is good in everyone or are some people just evil? Evil. Yeah. There's some people that are just wicked, bad mind, mm-mm. Dunk. That's all I gotta say. Some wicked people out there. It's appalling. What do you think was damaging about your high school experience? I would say this first. Let me just get this off my chest. I think that the most damaging part about my high school experience, which is something I had to work through, which is like this whole idea of like self-love, is that especially at an all-girls school, you start to um, equate like your worth with the attention that you get from guys and the lack of that attention started to define my beauty standards for myself. And so I think that definitely sophomore, my freshman and sophomore year, I was very damaged by this idea that I needed to attract a certain group of guys in order for me to be beautiful and now 
I don't care. Like, I don't care about that. But definitely, like, that was the most damaging. And I do find some, like, leftover of that. And, that, and like, now I check myself because I'm like, oh, like, that's how he's acting? Okay, keep it pushing. Like, but before it was, like, I would, like, risk, like, whatever I want. Like, whatever it was just for the attention of a guy. Or, like, at least I felt like that's what I needed to do. And, yeah, I think that was pretty damaging. I think all the money that's in the school, not even just about the school, but students here... Mm-hmm. That just always need to flex or like always anything like that. And then they think they're not flexing, but they do, and they do it in like the most obnoxious ways possible. Especially when everyone was trying to force everybody to go to Atlantis, and it's like, sister, girl, I'm not paying five thousand plus dollars to fly down, do whatever y'all are doing, catching who knows what with y'all just for some instagram pictures like i get it it's fun but like that is expensive and so i remember like my freshman year when i got here i thought oh everybody goes to atlantis and i for some reason i think about like the cost and then by the time i got to like my sophomore junior year and i started actually thinking oh like by my senior year i should be going on a spring break trip i was like i cannot afford that and so when i realized like girls were just traveling and honestly if that's like your life situation like that is if you could afford to do that but i think that people that are like oh like you're not doing anything for spring break like why like i did something for spring break but there's some people that just didn't go anywhere some people just can't afford and i think that there's like a lack of understanding like in our class about that some people can't afford to do certain things and like that is okay why do you think graduation feels so cathartic do you want it to come as much as you say what does cathartic mean let's ask google hmm you acting up on us i just searched up the sponge and you said fine but now you want to siri hey siri girl what does cathartic mean here's some information oh providing a psychological relief through the open expression of strong emotions i think it feels cathartic because high school those four years between what are you like 14 some people are 13 13 14 15 to like about 18 19 years old those four years are probably like the most life-changing four years you'll ever have of like literally growing up from what feels like preteen to everything feeling like very much like is he gonna snapchat me back so like people like you know having life-changing moments where like people are like you know if you're being honest like high school is like when people start like trying like drugs and alcohol and like sex and all that stuff like there's very big moments where people are like figuring themselves out so it's like to leave what is literally like a chapter of your life behind like a a really big defining moment of your life it's like wow like I'm really moving on to the next stage and then the next four years it's like you're going from being worried about being a teenager and having fun to like I need to find a career I need to find a job I'm I'm gonna start a family soon at the end of your college experience I think it's like wow I think also it starts to feel like I'm really not a kid anymore like I know people like are like oh like college freshman like you're still a kid but like you're about to start life life like it's crazy and I do want it to come as much as I say I do like I really do think I want to graduate as much as I say I want to graduate but I do think it's like kind of sad at the same time because you know like what you have here you're not going to find anywhere else there we're never all 88 of us are never going to be in the same room the same space ever again like this like graduation the last time you're ever going to see us all together like that but I think that's why it's difficult but I do say I'm ready do you make eye contact with your teachers when they're talking to me? Yeah. I guess so. Not for a long time, though. Yeah. If I know that they're looking at me, I'll look away for, like, 0.5 seconds and mm-hmm. I'll look back at them. 
yeah i make eye contact with my teachers but like i try not to make like hardcore eye contact so if you're looking at them they're gonna think like you want to talk or you have something to say and like that's not always the case what do you guys think counts as cheating in school cheating like on a test yeah looking at someone else's paper yeah copying it down it's all cheating if it ain't your idea you're cheating people still do it i'm not telling you how to live your life you know get it how you get it sister but (laughs) it definitely is like all cheating and most if the school finds out like they're definitely gonna say it is but once again like i said get it how you get it not condoning but if you if that's what you feel like you gotta do do what you gotta do boo boo just if you don't do it some people do it and it's like sis like you shouldn't have final question what do you want to be when you grow up i don't know i just went to she sales and i went to a few of the panels Mm -hmm. but now i don't know what do you mean what happened i went to one because i used to take architecture and i'm still into architecture and interior design yeah but I don't know if I would want to pursue that as a career. Yeah. Because I've always wanted to do something active. Yeah. Like the idea of sitting at a desk job has never been an interest to me. Mm, I feel that. And, like, you don't seem like the type who could, like, sit at a yeah. desk either. Yeah. For me, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I want to go into, but I definitely want to go into, like, advertising. So my master plan is to double major in marketing and African-American studies and kind of use that to tap into a, a really large platform that really does not get that much attention besides entertainment. Like, there's so many great, cool things that Black people can do and have been doing. They just need, like, a really good team behind to promote those things so i'm that's what i'm trying to do so that is my master plan so that was this episode it's kind of lengthy we'll see how long it is after emma gets to work but thank you so much to everyone that sent in questions we really do appreciate it and thank you once again to everybody that's listening like this kind of started off as like a random idea that i had with emma and somehow we pulled it off and it's just so exciting to get like back people's feedback and them saying how much they like the podcast and what they want us to say on the podcast like if we just feel valued and loved you ask we deliver (laughs) that's it so like i said this was this week's podcast thank you for tuning in buddies and i liked it and if you didn't like it that's your problem